I could have my, my bang energy can out here this is the first time no one even knows to see it. Um, Be a good endorsement, maybe. This is great stuff. We actually can do our own energy drinks now. <coughs> and then everything. Really? Yep. We got my one skid, though. But they're like 70 cents. But that's not bad, man. I mean, you get your own label on it. It could be whatever the hell you want to be and go to a show. Like, I can have Pat, Carr. I'm going to need, be passing I'm gonna them need out. energy drinks. That's great. Then they're good, too. Folks, I got, I would have started that way right there. Um, here with James right now, 72 hour print, brother. We just got done taking a uh, tour of this facility and it is absolutely incredible. Man, thank you so much for opening up your doors, your family, your people to us today. You've got just an incredible outfit here, brother. Thank, thank you, you so much. I appreciate you being here. Um, I gotta ask you this, you know, people see this beautiful set behind us. I mean, all the stuff you're doing. This, in my opinion, though, is years of work and late nights and helping businesses brand themselves, man. Tell me how it starts with this passion to, to, to change the way the businesses look to the world is really what you're doing. How does it all start for you, man? Well, sometimes we don't even have to do that. I mean, they already have a good brand. We just can bring it into light. But most of the people we deal with are small, medium business owners. They have small, medium businesses. And we are able to bring them into a new light where they might have had screen printing shirts before, now they have dye sublimated shirts. Where their sales and marketing guys used to go out with uh, shorts and flip-flops, now they go out with branded shorts and branded shoes. So we're able now to do things that we couldn't do before, and I feel very blessed to have the clients that we have and for those people to allow us to take their brand on a new journey. Yeah, so we got a chance to walk around today, and you know there are a couple things that stand out to my mind. You know, When you were doing this kind of branding, you didn't just stop at doing T-shirts. You literally, here in, you're doing all kinds of stuff. What's the gamut of what you do to help people out and help businesses brand themselves in the right way? Well, it started years ago with Hungry Howie's. Uh, I saw in their menu on a box stopper that you would get, it was just yellow and brown. And I thought to myself, as a full color printer, why, there's a better way. Why wouldn't you want to show picture, pictures of pizza? And why wouldn't you want to show pictures of pepperoni? And I actually asked the store owner, and I said, hey, I'll trade you menus for pizza because I was going to give it to the staff. He's like, oh, no, we're not interested. 40, 50 doors later, somebody let my foot in the door. And from that one day to today, we gained all 600 stores. We don't print for them anymore because it just got too big and it really wasn't in our wheelhouse. But to be able to know that I was able to take a company and eventually turn it from one to 600. Now Hungry Howie's everywhere has full color, full branded marketing materials. And I feel it all started with a little print company called 72 Hour Print back in 2004. So take me back to 2004 then. You got What's happening in 2004 in your life? Um, was it always about printing for you or how do you fall into this? Because I've seen your family's a part of this now. It is. So uh, rewind me back to 2004. How's this whole thing get started, brother? So you know how uh, some people are successful in life and some people aren't. Well, you feel like you're successful until you're not. So we had a successful printing company, or not a printing company, but we had a successful uh, limousine service and a successful magazine at the time. And the guy that was producing my magazine unfortunately produced our last issue at 72 DPI instead of 300 DPI. And because we were leveraging everything on this last issue that had Kenny Chesney on the cover, we knew that that was the turning point for the magazine and was gonna fix everything else. Because he did that and didn't reprint it, we weren't able to, to reprint that job. But we knew everybody in the business. So unfortunately, 
We might have lost our business at that time, but we were able to become a print broker and go to every nightclub owner that had used our limos or every advertiser for our magazine and sell them business cards, flyers, and brochures. And without a staff or an inventory or any equipment for that matter, we were able to become a print broker and within a year and a half, I think we did $6 million in sales. So you say we there a couple of times. Well, at the time, yeah, it was me and my brother. Um, and now it's me and my wife and a couple of our kids. They've grown up and this is a family owned business. It literally is. So from 2004 and now we're in 2023, I want to know this, man. Biggest, biggest lesson for you as a small business owner growing this thing. And not only that, you work with other small businesses every single day. What's the biggest takeaway that you have? Even if it's negative, positive over the last 20 years of doing this and seeing your product evolve and seeing your product probably be a part of literally hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. What's the biggest lesson you've taken away from what you've got here? I feel like I'm the poster child to perseverance. You just keep going. Never give up. Grind every day. Don't stop. Because if you have a vision, eventually you can get it. I mean, I'm not rich. We're not, we're not wealthy by any means. But it's humbling to know that you're able to take what somebody's got and make it better and make their business grow. And if we can do that for thousands, we have 11,000 customers now. In five years, we'll have 11,000 more. And I can only imagine where we're going to be when we have 30,000. That's where it's going to be their aha moment. But right now, it feels good every day to come to work and go, I have an idea. Even the staff, Jakar and Hector, I mean, every day we're just coming up with new ideas. We have an event coming up in August. We've always, we've done this event a few times. It's a 10 by 10 booth, a 10 by 20 booth. This year, we're in a 20 by 20 booth. We've never done a 20 by 20 booth. There's going to be four or 5,000 pressure washers at this particular event. And that's the one that we, we gain the most amount of clients from. Every time we've done it, we've gained 70 new customers. Most of the shows we do, we only do 20 or 30. So as a family-owned business, it's all hands on deck. Our kids are there, my mom's there, my wife's there, our family's there, our, our staff's there sometimes with their wife's and family. Yeah. It's everybody, all hands on deck. You know, I had an interview with, uh, we were talking about Leap a little bit off camera, sponsor of the show, and uh, had an interview with Patrick Fingles, their CEO, and he said, change, no one wants change. Change is not good, change is necessary. And you've had to change your products though, and there's a reason you're successful at these shows. And I was hoping you might be able to show me because when you talk about pressure washers, your clothes now do something I'm sure they didn't do in 2004. You actually have stuff that is moisture wicking. I mean, this stuff doesn't even get wet out there for these people that are working in those kind of conditions. Is that right? Well, they're going to get wet. You're talking about the apparel that they're wearing is going to get wet. But, you know, if a pressure washer is out there and they're wanting to do a house yeah. and they wear a normal hoodie, they're going to get drenched. They wear the hats all the time that bleach out. Our trucker hats and our hats are made out of polyester, so they're not going to bleach out. We actually have a three-layer fabric material. Let's say it's a little bit chilly and you're out there wearing or maybe it's a rainy day and you're going to clean a house anyway. Nobody would ever think to clean a house on a rainy day. But if you have 72-hour print apparel, we have a waterproof jacket. You could clean that house in a rainy day or have all of the water coming on top of you and not get wet. Wow. So show me what this material actually does. Is it possible we can sit here? I mean, can we, can we show yeah. everybody what we got going on? Hector, come over here. This is the power of live television. Go, uh, live television here, everybody. How it's waterproof. Let's see what we got here. We'll keep it rolling. Uh, the man is coming here off camera. Let's see what we got going on. So what do we got? If you can grab one of our three-layer jackets, show them how the water beads right off. Yes, sir. Can mm -hmm. be anyone. is a paper stealer company. He's not a pressure washer. But you know you have to pressure wash the papers before you seal them. So mm -hmm. I guess that qualifies. All right. Let's take it right here. Hoff, can we see it right here? So this is one of our three-layer jackets. Basically, it's a custom three-layer material. It has a membrane on the inside. It's a windbreaker. We got it right here. 
So we mm -hmm. have the print on the outside, a windbreaker in the middle, and then on the inside is a fleece jacket, just like our normal jackets are fleece. But the waterproof properties of the jacket is literally amazing. You can watch it beat off. But we had somebody do a YouTube video, which you could find on YouTube, where they actually put it on top of a, of a bucket, and in that bucket had a uh, paper towel. And they poured the water in there until it beat it up, and they let it sit there. And then they removed it, and there was not a drop of water on the paper towel. Wow. Now, I don't have a bowl, and I don't have all that, but we can show you how it... Well, let's show it. It slip afterwards, but we're going to see the non-skid resistance. All right, let's, let's see what we got. Okay. Let's queue up the insurance policy. <laughs> it's a good... It doesn't evaporate. Look at that. But it will not permeate. <laughs> That's something special. So you see it beating right up on there. I just think it's just kind of crazy. It'll bead right up there on my hand without ever actually rubbing into the actual fabric. Whether you're a pressure washer or a roofer or a pool cleaning company, any service-based business, pest control, plumbing. If you're in the rain or you're a spun where it's going to rain and you still want to market or brand your business, you can wear this jacket and it solves that problem. This is incredible, man. It is incredible. So this is the kind of stuff that you evolve with. You know, you talk about, you know, you go to these shows and, you know, other contract, you know, let's say other service-based companies. You hear a lot of these guys, they'll, they'll complain, well, I go to these shows, I don't get business. For years, they'll complain about that. Well, have you changed your product? Have you evolved your product like you all have? You know, you didn't do this back in 2004. You probably uh, didn't know the, the technology didn't exist. We see a need and we try to fill it. And uh, when I thought that there would be a better way, we looked out to somebody that would have fabric and we were lucky enough to find someone that manufactured fabric that worked well in sublimation because not all fabrics can work. Yeah. I mean, you have to have specific fabric and we only want to use if possible, fabrics that are made in America. So we're lucky it worked, and um, I mean, we've never looked back. We do trade shows all the time, and it's crazy when people walk by the booth and they just stare at it. And believe it or not, some actually wonder what it is that you do. So we have to explain to them that, you know, these guys used to have normal everyday T-shirts, and now they have walking billboards. Yeah. They literally are a walking billboard. Front, back, side, sleeves, you name it, it's dye sublimated. It's branding their business 24-7. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, I, I recognize some of these names behind us right here from Savage to Suncoast, uh, Feral Local right here, Rapid. I mean, these are, these are household names in the communities that they're in for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, they stand out. Their people feel like, hey, listen, I'm a part of something that's special when you put on a quality product like you have right here. Instead of just throwing them out there into some old cotton shirt that you know is going to get sweaty in the stain rings this right here makes the company look and feel different out there we know that me and you we're yeah. here we see it oh, yeah. so at a trade show the biggest thing i used to tell the people and i still do to this day is imagine you just being the guy that's in the truck that doesn't have a wrap you're the guy wearing the t-shirt that doesn't have branding you're the guy going there with a business card that might be on 10 point card stock and then imagine your competition the guys that have the wrap shirts, that have the wrap rides, that have the custom shoes, going out there and doing sales and marketing. When your price is 3000 and their price is 3000 what company do you think they're going to choose? Yeah. And they're standing in front of me with a normal t-shirt with flip-flops on, and they're going, I got it now. And it's those people that we take and we evolve, and we turn them into walking billboards, and we change their business, which changes their life. You know, we... we, we yeah. And you know, we focus so much on the home service side here because you do a lot of service industries. But I want everyone to know that it's also about small businesses in general. Now you've got some shirts in front of you right here for a brand that is pretty darn well known here in the Florida region, that's for sure. They are. Um, this is their brand. This pull this is out for us because I, I want to show everyone this, is that the quality of the work and the colors is what I really want everyone to see here. 
what they do here, when he talks about sublimation, everybody, it's the quality of the coloring that he's able to put on this. Yeah. So think, think about your brand, the people in your company that are out there representing you. This right here makes them stand out. It's not a matter of the video that you do or your marketing. What are people going to think when they see your brand in person by the eye? And when I see this right here, I go, this person means business. I mean, we're talking, this is Florida Ski, I believe, right? Florida Ski Riders. If you've got a jet ski and you happen to be in the Pinellas, Pasco, or the Tri-County area, you know who they are. Yeah, yeah. You know who they are. Uh, and and by, by large, if you're on the water and you're skiing and you come across the guys that are wearing these shirts, you're going to know who they are because they're bright and they're bold and they're colorful. We just bring their creation to life. We put them on the best possible fabrics that's going to withstand the elements. We make sure that the stitching is going to withstand the elements and that the shirt and the apparel is going to last a long time and hold up very well. We're going to be right back to that episode, but I got to ask how you're organizing your data within your contracting business. If you are a contractor, maybe you just start off and you're using, I don't know, a spreadsheet or you're using just some app on your phone so you can keep track of jobs. But as you scale and grow, you need a CRM that is going to work for your company, which means you need a CRM built for contractors. And there is only one that this show trusts, and that is my friends over at Leap. Listen, there are a lot of CRM options out there, um, and a lot of them will do, I don't know, basically the same thing. But if you're a contracting company, wouldn't you want a CRM built specifically for you and your needs? Don't you want stages that are customizable to the different kinds of jobs that you have? Maybe you're working insurance or maybe a cash job. Maybe you're doing a renovation on one, but maybe a roof on another. You're going to need a CRM that adapts to your needs as a contractor, and there is one, and that is Leap, that is able to do that. Not only you're going to get the CRM platform, but as well, you're going to get all those sales tools that Leap is known for offering, and so that when you're at the dining room table, you are closing more deals. Folks, it's all about simplicity here everything in one platform for your sales and your operations team to stay organized and dominate your competition and that is with leap the website is going to be right across the bottom of the screen right now i encourage you visit leap let them know that patrick Chincha, and get a crm built for contractors by contractors right over there at leap and now back to that episode now we talk about withstanding the elements if you've got somebody out there and you're working outside you got people in your company that are going door to door, they're walking, they're sweating, they're getting out of their truck. I don't care what industry you're in. He mentioned it here. These guys are on the water right here, salt water. It's gonna fade normally, not with these folks. Now, I wanna, now, example of this, I pulled this one off of here because I loved it, okay? You, off the rack. Right off the rack, I filled it right here. Folks, you may remember, you may recognize the name of Culver's right here, but you made this shirt how many years ago? Three. This shirt was made three years ago, everybody. And I want you to look, I know that we'll pick it up on the cameras here. Just look at the quality right there of the colors that you can see right here on this shirt. And I want you to think about your business. Does it make a statement like what this does right here? This statement tells me, first of all, I want to eat what's on the shirt, all right? I mean, Lord, I mean, this is, but it just tells me that, hey, listen, this is a business that I want to be a part of. If I put on this shirt and I work there, I'm like, I'm proud. You know, I'm going to work. It's a uniform. I'm going to work different than if you give me something that's going to fall off. You know, it's going to be stretched out. This is the kind of thing that people can buy into both as a customer and as an employee. It is. And earlier, I think you asked me what my vision was. My vision is to not only handle service-based businesses because they need our services, but to be everywhere. 
every restaurant. Hungry Howie's, Papa John's, Domino's, Culver's, McDonald's, Taco Bell, you name it, they're all uniform based. It's just what kind of uniform are they wearing? And with digital technologies and dye sublimation, fabrics are lighter, they're odor repellent, they're moisture wicking, they're chemical resistant, they're overwhelmingly comfortable, and you can wear them every single day. They're never gonna fade, crack, or peel. This is an investment for a company that needs to have uniforms, it's an investment. Okay, well, let's, let's play on that because I'm sure you've got that person out there as a business owner who says, yeah, that's nice, James, you know, but this is going to be too expensive for me. When I hear American-made, I think to myself, expensive. When I think about the fabric that's going to moisture rick and going to, I think, expensive, too much for me. What do you say to this guy who's out there going, hey, listen, this is too much for my small business? Well, China does offer a better price. They also offer other options. Uh, made in America is different. I mean, you can get it sized correctly, you can get the next batch wrong. You can get the color wrong, the fabric's wrong. You can deal with it and you can be okay with it or you can say enough is enough. I've tried that, I've been there, I've done that. We used to actually outsource, when we started this uh, seven years ago, uh, we used to outsource to Pakistan and we realized firsthand that it's just not the same. We took control of quality, we brought it in house, we manufacture only the best and we try to manufacture um, apparel that is gonna work for everybody in all segments. So we have different fabrics for a reason. This happens to be a fishing jersey material. Very smooth, very lightweight. When you're very. out there in the sun, it's usually a long sleeve. It's gonna protect you from the elements because all of the fabrics are 50 plus um, UPF. This is the same material on the jet ski. So it's gonna hold up just like it would in the restaurants. It wouldn't matter. Some of these back here are snag resistant. They have mock in them, mock mesh. So it allows the heat to trans, to, you know, vape. Mm. There we go. Nice. Better. But okay. it's also, so if you're on a roof, you're in a hundred degree weather. What do you think it really is on a roof? 130, 140? Yeah. So, I mean, you're up there sweating your butt off. Obviously, you're not going to wear shoes on the roof. I mean, some do, but yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. But the shirts they do wear, and it's because they, it wicks the moisture away. And when you're done at the end of the day, you know how that, we would smell. If I we would. Were up there. Yeah. These guys, uh, nine times out of ten are not because it's just designed to be that way. It's chemicals that they put in the fabrics that we manufacture that allow those properties to take place. Yeah. Sublimation's an art, but making the fabric is an art too, and we only deal with artists. Yeah, so, I mean, when I think about this though, I'm not just thinking about the home service, I'm thinking about anybody who's got a team that's moving around. I mean, these fabrics are light, these fabrics are not gonna fade. You've got a brand then that you're not having to reinvest money in all the time. We were just talking on the way over here, like, you know what, we gotta buy more shirts. Well, thank, thank God we're coming here. Um, but we got to- I see some uh, Patrick Carr shirts in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but you know, normally, you know, a business doesn't know where to turn. And I think that a lot of times, man, they get intimidated by this process. Because if you go online right now, and I was to look at, you know, clothes for my business, or, you know, what it, polos for my business, there are these sites that come up I've never, I've never felt the fabric before. I'm looking at it, hoping that it works for what I need. It says dry fit. I don't know what that, the cut's gonna be. I have no idea. Um, and they don't know what to do. How does the process work with you all? When somebody gives you a call and I've got a small business or I've been going through some online store, how do you start with the person and how do you make sure they get what they want? Well, the sales side is simple. We explain the product and how it's gonna benefit your company. Then it goes to the design department. The design department really is the department that puts the clients at ease. Hector is art director here at 72 Hour Print. Over here. Say hi, everyone. It's Hector. <laughs> um, Off camera over here, everybody. And, it, and his job as the art director is really to make sure that the designers, um, creative or not, are 
they're designers for a reason. It just depends on what niche market they have. But his is really to teach them the skills that they need to make sure that if they didn't already have it, that they do learn it. And the skills are necessary when you want to be second to none. Jakar, who he had met earlier, is the creative director. His goal, uh, or part of his job, is to take the designers who are okay and make them better and take the ones that are great and make them better Got at it. the best of their level. Um, so whether you get the art direction from someone who's got 29 years of experience or you get the creative side of someone who has 20 years of experience, you're getting the best when it gets to the art department. So from sales to the art, the art is then created and then we go to manufacturing. So in manufacturing, there's a lot of processes. You have to print it on paper, then you have to sublimate it with the heat press, then you have to take it to the cutting station and cut it. Uh, thank God we use lasers now. Yep. Um, and then after that department, you go into the sewing department and then it's in the quality control and then shipping. So to the process, start to finish, there's just so many hands to touch it. It's not an automated world. You can't just go on Google and have a shirt show up at your door. We're not Amazon, and if we were, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But the reality is, Amazon can't manufacture shirts. They mm. sell shirts. We can sell anything to anybody, but we manufacture quality. That's yeah. what we do. United States made, United States shipped, United States staff. We really care. We're true believers of made in America. Um, you know, I don't know why Ford's leaving America, believe it or not. This is a different conversation. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I believe in our product. I believe in everything that we do in this building. And we've grown six times since we started 2004. And we're at a max right now. Our space is maxed out. We're looking to go to a 20,000 square foot building uh, in February. Yeah, but you mentioned a minute ago lasers. Thank God you said they cut with lasers. You've cut it by hand with, a, with like a, a different kind of cutter, right? I'm sure there's video of it. Yeah, just I'm sure we have pictures. Digging somewhere. in there like a pizza. Me and Hector and Orion and uh, pizza cutters. Thank you the time. I mean, I call them pizza cutters, but the reality is they're fabric cutters. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cutters. So if you've ever had a grandma growing a grandma back then, they used I'd... them. They would actually trace a line. Um, so we would trace the fabric, and nine times out of ten, we're going to nick it. And mm -hmm. I'm, I got OCD, so I nick it. That's shot. I can't take a quarter of an inch out, and I only have a quarter of an inch seam because then guess what happens? You can't sew it up. So if I sewed that shirt up and it's a quarter of an inch short, it's no longer an extra large. It's a large. Then the shirt don't fit. You mm -hmm. get a shirt for me that don't fit, you don't call me up and tell me, hey, it didn't fit. You go to the next guy. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. So what we do is we reprint the job. And when we realized that we were reprinting more than we were getting done, we just decided that it's worth it to invest the money in the laser cutter. Well, I think that what you did is you realized what I think a lot of companies out there realize when they go from a company overseas is that the shirt they do receive wasn't put back in, it was just put into the box. Or they cut corners, they might not want to invest in technology like we did. I mean, I say, hey, cut corners all you can in technology. Technology is AI, right? It's not a real tangible thing. This is tangible. A human had to put this together. A technologically advanced computer might have cut it, but it's not sewing it. We yeah. sew these by hand. If you go to the store and you go buy a polo shirt from Ralph Lauren, great brand, Great product. I wear it all the time until I got a little heavier. But the product is still sewn by computers. Computers have problems. Stitching comes out. There are inherent properties when it comes to products that are manufactured with computers. We sew by hand because we want to make sure that every single stitch is correct. And at the end of every stitch, they're tacked. And at the end of every tack, it's attacked again. And then it goes into quality control and then shipping because we don't want it to unravel. We don't want the thread to come out. We don't want to have an arm fall off. We don't want somebody to put a video of 72-hour print out there about how our shirts fall apart, mm -hmm. like they have our competitors. And that has allowed us to grow crazy substantially in a pressure washer, in a pressure washer world. Yeah. So I want to end by asking you this. You know, as you continue to grow, one of the big problems that, that owners have 
is quality control. Um, you see this with home service companies. You see this with a lot with the food and the hospitality industry. Um, you know, when Mr. Marriott wants to grow the, the brand, he can't be there at every hotel. What is your concern? You know, how do you keep the quality that you have right here that we see in front of us, the, the tablecloth that's right here, the boots, folks, that we have right here, the quality that you feel, we have shoes that are directly over there. Does it concern you? You got Hector who's standing off camera. How do you ensure that contractor 10 years from now, when you have those thousands of more clients, is still gonna get the same quality that Savage and these others are getting today? I'm gonna say that it's almost like an application. When you get a job or the rest of your career here at 72 Prince, we call this a team, and we wanna make sure that the team is a team forever. It's a family. Uh, when you come here, you know right off rip that 72 Hour Print has its ways. James has OCD. There is no second way to do it. It's the right way or it isn't getting done. And they just know it's part of their job description. They're paid to do their job. They're paid to catch things. As much as it sucks to have to reprint a shirt, I'd rather reprint a shirt than someone to get it past the goalie keeper. I'm not about trying to save a dollar or two. I'm about making sure that the quality is the way that we pitch it and that the shirt lasts the way that we say it because we want to have our clients become brand ambassadors and refer us to others. We want to grow. Yeah. Well, I think the quality of your product speaks for itself. Just in the time, folks, that I've been here, I posted a couple things on Instagram. Had two of my current clients already reach out to me that they want to get this because the quality, it sticks out, man. The way you do it sticks out. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what to expect from you personally. We just really got a chance to know each other today. But if you can't hear the sincerity in this man's voice and what he puts out um, and that of Hector and, and his team, well, then we're just not, we're just not listening to the same stuff. Um, this is a quality product you're putting together here, man. It is, I And uh, you, got, you got a great team. So we're gonna put all the, all the contact information you need uh, for 72-hour print, where you can go and how to get in touch with them all in the description. We'll put some basic information across the bottom of the screen now. Um, anything that a small business needs to brand themselves appropriately, you can roll through this guy right here. On this show, we talk a lot about video, how to video market and brand yourself um, through content. But let me tell you what, let's be honest. If you look like a bum on camera and you got the best camera work in the world, it ain't gonna matter, you're still looking like a bum. Make your small business look like a business that people want to work with, that they trust, that they say, you know what, that looks like an individual I wanna write a check to or that I wanna buy their product or service. This guy right here can help you out with that tremendously. I appreciate your time today, James. Thank you appreciate so much. You. Man, and Hector off camera then, thank you so much, buddy. I really appreciate it. Thank you for opening up everything to us today. Thank you, okay? Until next time, everybody, like I said, information is right across the bottom. You get in touch with these people and change your game when it comes to branding and how you look. Until next time, the Patrick Carr Show.